Good evening all you creatures of the night and welcome back to the It Records podcast. Today on the podcast we're going to be doing a mini episode. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a mini episode. Uh, you've guessed it. It's an episode but just uh, truncated, a little shorter. And we're going to be talking about a certain idea or topic within the genre rather than just dissecting one full movie. So what we decided for the podcast this week, we are going to do uh, a subgenre. It is ghost movies, ghost stories within the horror genre. So we're going to kind of talk about movies that we like that do this uh, and discuss what we think works. But we're doing the ghost story subgenre. The crowd goes wild for ghost stories. Yeah. So, I guess before we kind of, maybe we can do this within our explanations of our movies, uh, like really kind of what a ghost movie is, and how I think maybe it differentiates from like a haunted house. Um, Yeah. Unless, unless maybe you see them as kind of the same thing. That's a good question. Like a good point to bring up is they're kind. There's a lot of crossover between the two I would say yeah they go together mm-hmm. often Matt do you want to get things started with uh, the movie you picked yeah, yeah I'll go wanna... ahead I'll, I'll start off with uh, with my pick and I think uh, I'll just tell you what I, I picked it's dark water is the American name for it but I'm I'm really kind of speaking about the the Japanese version is the one I would like to speak about. I cannot pronounce the name, but it, it translates to something similar to Dark Water. Um, I watched this one several years ago, actually in, in college as part of a, I don't, if it, I think it might have been in the horror class, or it was in a Japanese film class I took. Uh, but this one, it, it follows um, a single mother and her daughter, and they're in a new apartment complex, and what basically starts happening is that uh, a water stain start, begins kind of increasing in the corner of the room, and it seems like there's this small child that's kind of haunting their apartment. Um, and I, th- I chose this ghost story because I feel like personally I get drawn towards the J horror or the those types of ghost stories. I did a tale to um, tale of two sisters uh, for the podcast. I chose that one. Um, I also like Ringu. I just think what I like about those compared to maybe American style ghost stories is that they're always very atmospheric where they build they're, they're great about world building and making the environment seem as if it's the ghost similar to a haunted house but it's always a particular spirit or entity that has suffered some sort of grief or traumatic event and really it's reaching always reaching out for someone who lives there um, to come and help them but it's also simultaneously kind of haunting them and scaring them and in the end you always sort of have sympathy for that ghost trying to get its redemption but in the end you uh, you have sympathy for the victim and as in dark water spoilers alert uh, the mother ends up dying in that apartment with the ghost that lived there in order to protect her real daughter um, so there's like a sympathy for the ghost in those films um, so that's dark water and I'll cut off my time there, but that's why I like the, I guess, Asian ghost stories more. Sure. 
Um, I guess I'll talk about The Entity from 1982. And the funny thing about this movie, before I get into it, it has a lot of similarities with the Poltergeist. Like, an unbelievable amount. And I think this movie was actually made first, even though it came out in 82, because Poltergeist came out in 1980. But it... I think there was a book about it? Let me look to make sure. Um, it is based off something. Yes, it is. It's the book from 1974. It's off from a... And it's loosely based off a real story. I don't know if the poltergeist is or not. I can't remember. But I'll give you a little summary, too, to give you more of a background. So, Carla Morgan awakens one night to find herself being beaten and raped by an unseen presence. Terrified of what's happening to her, and shunned by her friends and family who think she's lost her mind, she seeks help from a parapsychologist. The researchers soon discover that evil spiritual force has been drawn to Carla and is responsible for the violent attacks. The question now, however, is how do they stop it? That's a little summary from IMDb. <laughs> And I think what kind of drew me to this one is that a lot of these ghost stories around this time, I feel like, um, like, it was really hard. Like, once the Poltergeist came out, it kind of was hard to top that, really. I mean, you had Steven Spielberg, even though he produced it, but I feel like he really directed it. But that's, that's my takeaway. <laughs> even though the director was Toby Hooper. <laughs> Um, but that's really a, that's really a Spielberg movie. It has his flair. Um, but anywho, that's a different story. Um, this story is much darker. I feel like, uh, like, Poltergeist has, like, lighter moments, because you got Craig T. Nelson. Even though he's not funny, I don't I think he's just, like, a really likable person. And then they have, like, a... You know, you have, like, a, a loving family. You know, they're just trying to, like, live a normal life. And then, from... It's been a while since I watched Entity, and I remember it... I thought it was about a single mother, I'm pretty sure. So it's, like, more of a dysfunctional family situation. Pretty common of the 80s, especially in the movies. But, like, it's not, like, happy-go-lucky. It, like, kind of starts off pretty dark, and, like... This goes down, this goes darker, and is done very well, and it, it's like, the, like, it just, like, I was surprised, because, like, it was done really well, the special effects are good, and it didn't have, like, the name power as the Poltergeist did. Yeah. So, uh, I'll take the reins here. Okay. So, uh... For me, I picked uh, The Sixth Sense. So, it's already been 20, 20 years since this movie came out. Um, Did you say 20 years? So, it's kind of easy to forget, for me at least, that it was pretty big. Yeah, 1999. Okay, sorry. I know. I know. It blew my mind. <laughs> you guys are this movie... You're the oldest of all of us. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he's turning 28 this year. Not Matt and I. Just, you know. Yeah, at the very end of the year. <laughs> December right. 31st, 2 in the morning, I'm turning 28. That's right. 
Um, yeah, but this movie was pretty big at the time um, of its release. I think, you know, this is when M. Night Shyamalan was up and coming as a director. Uh, after all, this was before Unbreakable and Signs. Um, so we were kids when this came out. I remember some of the hype back then and not being allowed to see it, which created more intrigue for me. I was literally obsessed with the idea of this movie, so that's why I chose this one, is because that's what I think of when I hear ghost stories. Um, and I was 14 when I finally did watch it. And for me, I did not see the twist that M. Night would eventually become notorious for coming. Um, there are a lot of people out there who say that they did, but I was not one of them. I just want to be clear about that. Um, <laughs> so... The major players here are, of course, uh, Bruce Willis and then a young uh, Haley Joel Osment and Tony Collette as his mother. Um, I think it's really Haley that shines here as a boy who sees ghosts and Bruce Willis is the child psychologist trying to help him. Um, I like that. Yes, of course, it is a supernatural horror movie. That's the main focus here. Uh, but this movie does a good job of touching on other elements and themes like love and loss and sadness, faith. Um, and also the use of the color red in this movie. Um, they use it as kind of those subtle hints as things that have been tainted from the other world. Uh, we see that again in 2004's The Village. Um, so I think they uh, incorporate that in this movie very well. And uh, it was considered a sleeper hit, and it was really like the massive success that jump-started Knight's career into what it is today. Um, I think as far as weaknesses go, some might say the twist. Um, like I said, that's not true for me, so I don't really know. Um, but I guess that brings me to what do you guys think? The first time you watched it, did you see the twist coming, or were you surprised? I I don't think I saw it coming. I already knew about it before I watched it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I knew uh, about it. What was I that, Matt? I, well, 99, what have been, 7? Okay. 7 years old? I don't think... I don't think it was spoiled for me. Yeah, barely alive. Mm -hmm. Did you watch it? Yeah, and I was like, did you watch eight it or so? I feel like I, wa I feel like I, w I watched it when it was like, like the the trend. Like it was big when it came out. People were like, oh, you gotta see Six Sense. I remember being scared, so I was definitely pretty young, like eight or nine. I feel like I saw that movie. Mm -hmm. I think I watched it for the first time when I was like twenty-two. Really? Oh, really? It was the first time I watched it. Like yeah. I watched it super late. And because, like, I knew about the twist, like, I just didn't yeah. seek it out. And then, finally, my friend's like, no, dude, like, you should still watch it. <laughs> and, like, even though I knew the twist was coming, it's, like, done very well. Or, like, you kind of forget about it. Mm -hmm. Like, and, like, I still, like, got chills down my spine, even though I, like, knew it was coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty subtle writing, where I think, you, like, you, you think that Bruce Willis is going to die at the beginning, but then it kind of cuts to him leaving an apartment or something, kind of walking down the street, so you're like, oh, that was the past, now we're moving forward, and you kind of just f forget Yeah. That, yeah. That, little, that little plot moment. Yeah, that's one of those movies you have to go back and watch, and just pick up on everything that you missed. It just sucks that, mm -hmm. back to Emily Shimmelon, like, he started off so mm -hmm. good. And then he kind of just, like, went, like, you know, like... That's true. He started off really strong, went down, and went back up, and went back down again. <laughs> I like to act like he's been just so renowned all this time, but, I mean, like I put, what's the last movie that he did was that was good? Split? Split, I would say, is his last 
Like, that movie is really okay. good, honestly. And then, like, for me, yeah. I didn't even bother seeing Glass because good. Glass didn't really interest me. And it kind of seemed like I was right with reactions. It kind of... It just didn't live up. Like, it's just... It was too big of a... I think... It probably shouldn't even been included in the universe. It's just trying to capitalize on, like... Because Marvel and DC are doing it. It's just like, let's just do something else. You know, you don't have to emulate, like, mega million blockbusters to make a good movie. Yeah, you can just make, like, a finite movie. It doesn't have to be a part of some other universe of films you've already made. It's like what... Like fucking what Warner Brothers making the Mummy and they like they're like oh yeah they're laying out the groundwork for like a Monsters universe and it totally bombed and now they're not doing that <laughs> it's just like well f- fuck make a good movie first then maybe you could build on it <laughs> then yeah build from there instead of a remake yeah. I think there's some interesting choices for the, the ghost story subgenre. And they're all kind of different in their own little pockets. I, I think mine almost teeters on that we mentioned the haunted house to sub uh, haunted house to ghost story. How they kind of blend together. Um, usually, if you have a haunted house, I feel like at some point a ghost gets involved, a supernatural force, a demon or something, um, yes. in the haunted house. But a ghost story, as in like the sixth sense and the entity, don't have to reside within a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. But vice versa. If you have a haunted house, you're probably going to have a ghost. But if you have a ghost, you may not have a haunted house. And, like, mine is kind of, like, similar to, like, Insidious and, like, The Conjuring, where it's more about, like, a demon-type creature. Mm -hmm. And, like, what's interesting about the entity, I feel like it attacks, like, the parents? Or, like, the Mm -hmm. mom. So, it did... I I thought in, like, Insidious, it attaches to, like, the kid... Right, and then the conjuring it attacks the kids more mm-hmm. so than the parents. Mm-hmm. I guess the parents are get attacked too, but I feel like the t- the kids are more of a target. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's because yeah. In the in the conjuring, the first one doesn't the mom get possessed at some point? Ye- in like the basement. Oh yeah, you might be right. Yeah, you're right. So it does have that. That's true. Element to it. Never mind. I don't know. I was trying to make a weird <laughs> comparison, but it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, does that sum up the sub genre of ghost stories for this mini episode? Got our picks in. Watch them all, because they're. I mean, I like mine a lot. I haven't. I, I mean, obviously, I love The Sixth Sense, but I haven't seen yours, Matt. And I'm not too crazy about the J-Horrors, usually. Like, I didn't like Ringu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you like the I ring? I did. I like the ring a lot. Well, it's the same director, right? But he did an American version? I believe so. I think so. It's a little it different. Is a little different, is that? Yeah. It's a little different. I don't know. It's just... I don't yeah. know. I don't know why I didn't like the Ringu. I just thought it was really boring. And then mm-hmm. I thought the ring was just, like, really well-made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would recommend Dark Water. Uh, I, I, I didn't. There's a Jennifer Conley American version, which I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> uh, you, you can watch it. I remember going to see that movie in theaters when it came out. I was like in eighth grade, I think. I wouldn't want to see that movie a lot. Um, yeah, it's a, it, 
it's all right. Uh, but I really, I, it took me until college to see the Japanese version, and I thought that was really good. Um, so that will be. It's the same director as Ringu, okay. as well. Pretty sure. I think you know, yeah. my problem with again, I haven't given J Horror a real shot. It's just really Ringu was like, and like, I don't even know if I've seen the original. What's the other big one that was like remade? The Grudge. Yeah, the Grudge. I've seen the American Grudge. But I haven't seen the Pulse. Yeah, and then the only thing I could do one is that G one. What? Which one? That you're talking about, G one, the Grudge. Yeah. Oh, the Grudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I actually know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then there's another movie, but I might be confusing it with a different genre. But I've seen only. I don't know. I actually know if it's J Horror. Actually, it's like taking pictures, and you only see the ghost in the pictures. Shutter. That's what it's called. Yeah, that one. I believe that is a J Horror. Is it? I couldn't remember. I thought maybe it was like Thai or something. But that one's real. That I've only seen whatever country it comes from. I've only seen that version, and it's very good. Nope, you're you're right, Thailand. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I don't know why I knew that. <laughs> the Eye is another. That's the other one I was thinking of that was remade from J Horror. Remember, they used to remake those all the freaking time. From like 2001 to like 2010, baby. I was like, that was a 2000s thing. Definitely. Yeah, it was like nonstop. Well, I think that'll conclude the mini episode for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're going to try to do this kind of consistently, um, mini episode subgenre, and kind of give you some details of what its significance is and some of the elements within the horror genre itself. Um, and as a teaser, I will say the next full-length episode that we will do is The Innocence, 1961. So you can watch the trailer or read up on it before we do it. That is also a ghost story that we are going to do. But until next time, I'm Matt Johnson, and I'm going to be sticking around in those shadows. What's so good about those shadows? Uh, it's so quiet. <laughs> it's so peaceful in there. No one bothers you. I don't get any interruptions. I don't get any calls. I don't get any... Nobody comes, so it's great. And get some work done. Drink your coffee. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. I just want I just want to know. You're always in those shadows and I just I just wanted to know why. It was time for explanation. <laughs> <laughs>